0: Daniel chapter number 6, if you've got your Bible, if you've got a good Schofield Bible there, uh, King James of course, if you got anything else, throw it away, we'll get you a good Bible, page 908, page 908, page 908, and I am uh, just so looking forward, glad to be back in church this Wednesday night, I appreciate the, the honor and the privilege to do a revival, don't do many of them. And uh, it's always an honor. But I tell you, when it when it's Wednesday night here, no matter where I'm at, or Sunday or Sunday night, no matter where I'm at, there's something about a longing to want to be here. Amen. I stood in that pulpit last week and said, Oh, dear Jesus, I sure would like to be in my church tonight. Amen. I love this place. Daniel chapter 6. If you've found your place, to stand together. And, uh, we'll begin reading with verse number one, but you kind of stay with me now because we're just going to kind of skip through it, all right? And it pleased Darius to sit over the kingdom, a uh, hundred and twenty princesses, which shall be over the whole, it pleased Darius to sit over the kingdom, a uh, hundred and twenty princesses, which shall be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princesses might give an account unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princesses. Notice, because an excellent spirit was in him, and the king thought to set him over the whole realm. If you are accustomed to marking your Bible, you want to mark that statement, because an excellent spirit was in him. Then the presidents and the princes sought to find occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion or fault for as much as he was, well, here's another one of words you want to mark, faithful. Neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, we shall not find any Against this Daniel, except we find it concerning him, against him, concerning the law of his God. Now drop down to verse number 10. Verse number 10. Now I want you to notice the first sentence. Now, when Daniel knew, no, no guessing, no accidents. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, and his windows being open in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Now, drop down to verse 25. Same chapter, verse 25. Then, we'll talk about the then here in just a little bit. King Darius wrote unto all the people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, Peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom men tremble in fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever. And his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed, his dominion shall be even unto the end. He delivereth and rescueth; he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? My, what a decree, brother! Brother Dean Eisenhower, how about you praying, my brother? Oh, yes. Amen. Be seated. I'm always searching for the secret of great men. When I started Bible college... It became very evident that when Brother Lockie spoke, he's like Eve Hutton. Everybody stopped and listened. I began to follow him around and ask him, Why is it people do that? I wanted to know. I'm always a I, I, I lot, like, I like to know what makes great people great. And as I began to read this, I began to wonder what, what made Daniel a man. That God would shut them out the mouth of lions for. Man, what a, what a. I mean, God literally stepped in the middle of nature and told the lion, shut up, give them like job to where they could not harm him. What was the secret of this man's greatness? And if God is no respecter of persons and he's not, then the truth of the matter is we all could be a Daniel, every one of us. Could be a Daniel if, in fact, we apply the same principles to our life that Daniel did his. Let me just say this this thing of Christian life, it's not rocket scientist, folks. It really isn't. It really is much like making biscuits. You put flour and you put some lard and you put all the right ingredients in it every single time. They may not be pretty. They may not look good. But every single time, you can get biscuits every single time. But here's the amazing part. We want biscuits and not put the right ingredients in. You can't put dirt in for for flour and get out biscuits. It ain't going to happen. Not anything you can eat. And so we find that there is. So, tonight, with the help of God, I want to preach on the secret to Daniel's greatness. When Daniel is mentioned, regardless of what age, almost everybody relates him to the Lions Den story. And it is an amazing and exciting story, no doubt about that. Because the truth is, standing for God is not always easy. And I don't think it's going to get any easier. As a matter of fact, we may, before we leave out of here, face persecution and, and, uh, uh, retribution from the world and maybe even execution before we get out of this thing. But we find here a man that, that literally, though, was faithful in everything that he did. And, uh, um, let me just give you these three thoughts. I, I, I read them and I thought, my, my goodness, how, how good they are. And, and this is just excellent. Just, just throw them in your memory. It'll, it'll help you down the road. Number one, you'll seldom get what you deserve from people, so don't expect it. Number two, you'll always get what's best from God, so don't ever doubt it. But your ability to handle both is Directly related to your walk with God. Don't miss this. You seldom get what you desire from people, so you don't expect it. You 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 always get what's best from God, so don't never doubt it. But the the both how you handle them will always be directly related to your walk with God. It's not the message, but you'll find in Hebrews 11, there's three kinds of faith. There's a worshiping faith of Abel, there's a working faith of Noah, but then there was a walking faith of Enoch. Enoch's the only one, God said, had this testimony that he pleased the Lord. He walked with God. You'll find as we begin this journey, hunting this secret in Daniel's life, I think we find it literally in just one other. That is in a young man named Joseph. Because both these men did something that is so rare. And that is they served God a lifetime. That's the reason I chose to call this series Serving God a Lifetime. We find here Daniel starts when he's a teenager... And literally, it started then. He purposed in his heart he would not defile himself with the king's meat. He's over 80 years of age in chapter number 5. He's done with through the head, the golden head kingdom. The great kingdom of Babylon has fallen. Now he's in the kingdom of the Arms and breast of silver, the Middle Persians. He's already watched, if you will, he's already watched one king go to heaven, one go to hell. He's done no doubt about Belshazzar went to hell. So he's already seen so many things. But notice when he gets in his eighties, the purpose that he purposed as a teenager has not gone away. It's not faded. It's not faded. The purpose that he had as a teenage boy in his 80s is still there and it's still strong. And we find here. So let's get started and see if we can find the secret. Number one. There is a different order in town. Amen. Verses one through three, we see that there is a preference for Daniel. That word "preferred" means this. It means he distinguished himself or excelled. Let me let me stop here and just say this, and, and, and this will this will do so much to help you if you really really get it. God is no respecter of persons. None at all. And if we're not careful, we will have a tendency to justify why folks don't do well. When in fact, the Bible says, Daniel was preferred, but then it tells us why. Because he had an excellent spirit in him. It doesn't start with what you do with your hand. It starts with what's on the inside of you. The Bible says that Daniel had an excellent spirit within him, was in him. And when you've got an excellent spirit in you, you don't have to worry about nothing else. You don't even have to wear the big Jesus button. Everybody's going to know it. Everybody's going to know it. And the king knew it. Have you ever met someone, he, and the Bible says he was preferred. But that word means to distinguish himself or excelled. Literally, his spirit within him excelled him above everyone else. Uh, he, he, he could be trusted. To serve, the Bible says in First Corinthians ten thirty one, whether thou, therefore you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Now, don't miss this, because you have an excellent spirit. Does not mean there's not going to be battles, because immediately the Bible says verses four through nine that there was a plot against Daniel. And the plot was this. They sought to find occasion to literally accuse him. A hundred and twenty men came together, eat up with jealousy, and the goal was to destroy Daniel at whatever cost. I mean, they followed him every step he made. They went to see if he went to the package store. They searched his house for anything filthy. They searched everywhere he did business to see if he was honest and paid his bills. They checked his tithing record and his attendance record at the house of God. They turned over every rock in his life and they searched everything. They went to everybody, everywhere he went. They searched every but they got into every closet he had. How would you like that? That's the reason why I absolutely pity the man that chooses to run for a political office. If they can find dirt, they smear it all over primetime television. Amen? I want you to know they, they search everywhere to try to find an occasion that they might accuse him. How would you like somebody Are searching every part of your life listening for every word you say being in every conversation in your house and heard what you said what you seen what you to try to find account? a 120 people are trying to find something wrong with him and guess what they did they found something wrong with him. One thing, one thing. You say, but preacher, they, they said in the scripture they found none. Oh no, they did find something. You missed it. And here's what they found. He was predictable. One of them said, I tell you what, you can set your clock by that, by his praying. I mean, I don't care. I've been watching this dude in every day at that time he prays. It's the most amazing thing i ever seen. And not only that, but I tell you what you can do. I want you to know I've been by his house. I don't care when he prays, how he prays, he's always a facing towards Jerusalem. I take another set, but that ain't I tell you something else. He's always got that window open. And he's always a praying to his God. I want you to know he's predictable. You don't have to wonder. Nobody nobody has to ask. Nobody has to ask, where's Daniel at today? Where's Daniel? Nobody had to ask. Well, where's Daniel this week? Nobody had to ask. He said, i tell you what, I said, you know how that hard-headed Baptist is? He ain't going to change on that. And right there is where we give. him And then, so i tell you what, let's do it. Let's make a suggestion to the king. I mean, let's tell the king that nobody is to pray to any other person but to him for 30 days. Now, that's all we're going to need? Because you know Daniel, don't you? I mean, you don't have to wonder about Daniel on Sunday. Hey, you don't have to worry about Daniel on Wednesday. You don't have to worry about Daniel praying. You know Daniel, don't you? I mean, all we got to have is just one week. Let's just put it for good enough. Let's do 30 days and tell the king that nobody's to play for 30 days. Someone said, well, listen, hold on. Hold, we, we, we need to take a step further than that. We, we need to go just one more step further than that. Let's make it law, Because if it's law." The medieval Persian law could not be broken or not be changed. So let's make it law. Then another said, "Man, I, you, I like that idea. Behold it. Let's put some teeth in it." I tell you what. Let's do. Let's make the penalty thrown into the lion's den if a person's caught. And I tell you one thing. We'll find out. We'll find out just what kind of God Daniel really has. Them rides will tear him to pieces. Oh, Lord, that's a good idea. And they all agreed and shook hands and said, let's go get her done. So they went. They played on the pride of the king. And I want you to know, they said, king, here's what we're going to do. Sure enough, Sure enough, just as sure as the day is long, notice not only a different order, but notice a determined believer. Oh, we're getting close to the secret. We're getting close to the secret. Number one, notice a persistent prayer life. Verse 10, Now when Daniel knew, I promise you somebody, Probably one of that crowd come running and said, Hey, Daniel, have you heard the latest? Oh, Darius, he has set up a brand new law that nobody is to pray to any other, anything else or any person else for 30 days and at the, but to him. And if they break that law, they're going to be cast into the, to the lion's den. Daniel said, Hmm, really? Okay. Now I know Daniel was not a Baptist. I know that. You say, how do you know that? Because here's, here's why. Because verse 10 wouldn't have read like it read. Had he been Baptist, verse 10. Now when Daniel knew, had he been Baptist, well God will understand. I prayed all my life. 30 days ain't going to hurt nothing. We ain't going to miss nothing but just, God knows I, I prayed all my life, and God knows I love Him. He knows after all God sees on the inside anyhow. God knows all that. I mean, you know, God, God understands all about that. Oh, I know what he said in his word, pray without ceasing. I, I know. But God will understand. You kind of got to go with the flow. Everybody else is going to be doing it. I don't want to be the oddball. I don't want to be that peculiar, weird Christian standing out. God will understand. Surely he does. I mean, after all, after all, God does understand, don't He? Whenever, forsaken not the assembling, God does understand that, don't He? And God says, see, He had three options here. Option one, not pray for 30 days. He could exercise option two. Well, i tell you what I'm going to do, God. I'm not going to quit praying, but I ain't going to open no windows and no doors. I'm going to become the, I'm going to be the secret prayer for just 30 days, and I'm going to open the doors. I am. God, I'm not ashamed of you now. You know I'm not ashamed of you or nothing. But, 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 I, I'm honest with you, folks. We want the greatness of a Daniel, but rarely few are willing to pay the price for it. Pray with the doors and the windows shut. Option three. He said, Well, you know, I tell you what, I tell you what. We can just go to a different location. I mean, they're going to be expecting me to be playing at my house. I'm just going to play at somebody else's house. I'm going to go in a different direction, but I ain't going to quit praying, but I'm just not going to do it. Thier. I Preached an entire week last week on thier. Did The whole series on Zyre. Place called Zyre. The greatest enemy of Zyre. And what in essentials of Zyre? And then you just take us to the bank. If God has you a Zyre. He'll never do for you what he does there. And you'll never get it anywhere else. So Daniel could have done those, those things. But you know what he said? But Now when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house, his windows being opened and opened his chambers toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day. And he prayed. I love this, and gave thanks, gave before his God as he did aforetime for seventy years. Daniel's been praying. You say, why did he pray this? Because of First Kings chapter number eight. If they sin against thee, for there is no man that sinneth not, and thou will be angry with them and deliver them into the enemy so that they are carried them away captive into the land of the enemy, far or near. Yet they shall bethink themselves in the land where they are carried captives. He's captive. And repent and make supplication unto in the land of them that carried them captive. Saying, we've sinned, we've done perversely, we've committed wickedness. And so return unto thee with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies, which led them away captive and pray unto thee towards their land. Which thou gavest unto their fathers, the city which thou hast chosen, and the house which I built for thy name. Notice he goes on and says, I'll have compassion on them. He read First Kings one day, and he said, God said, if I just pray with my windows open towards Jerusalem, I'm captive. He said, If I pray every day, God said i would have compassion and hear. Here tonight. It has been said, the man who stands the straightest in the presence of sin bows the lowest before the presence of God. It's again. The man who stands the straightest in the presence of sin bows the lowest before the presence of God. Sometimes we think this is just for men. May I remind you Esther chapter 1 verse 12, but the queen Vashti refused to come at the king's commandment by his chamberlains, therefore was the king very wroth, his anger burned in him. The old king said, Vash I come strip off naked, and she said ain't gonna do it. Amen. I'm not gonna do it. And she never No, it ain't just for men. Here was a, he was an individual, a secret notice notice. A determined believer. Oh we're getting close, we're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close to what his secret was. A different order, a determined believer. Number a deceitful concern. The Bible says in verse twelve, and they came near and spake, and this is honor twenty. And they said, Listen, King, didn't you sign decree? Didn't you sign decree? That nobody's to pray for thirty days? And he said, yes. And I love this, but notice, here's what they said. That Daniel well, I mean you can hear the the, the, the malice and the forked tongue. That Daniel, which is of the kings of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree. I love verse 14. I, it's his most amazing verse. But then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself. He said, Oh my goodness, what have I done? And he set his heart on trying to deliver Daniel. He spent all night long trying to deliver him. He literally done everything he could. He got all the smartest men in his kingdom. He said, go through the law. Is there a loophole? Is there anything we can do? But see, here's what you don't understand. There's somebody bigger than Darius there. And there's somebody bigger than, the, than Medo-Persian law. I love this. Finally, they come in and they said, "King, the meal Persian law can't be changed. Now Daniel's going to be thrown in the lion's den." And the king had no choice. They bring Daniel. He's, he's over eighty years old. Those those den of those lion places were um, were made like large caverns with different rooms in them. And what they would do is they would. Throw meat into one room and hurt all these lions in there and shut off the door so they could clean it and that's how they would do it. As a matter of fact, some historians have said there could have been as many as 75 to 100 lions in these caverns. They were enormous in size. We have no idea how many they were, but don't, don't miss this. It wasn't a line or two is what I want you to get. Odds are there was a great many of them. Notice the dramatic night. The king went to the palace. He passed the night of fasting. Here's a lost man. Darius is lost as a goose. He's a fasting. he know something? He said, "I don't need music." The Bible says he rose up all in the morning. He said, "Daniel." He said, "Servant of the living God." Did your God work? Hey, man, is your God able to deliver you? Hey, Daniel, did your God come through? I love this. Daniel said, Oh king, live forever. My God sent his angels and they give him a whole lot, job. I hope they get over it. I mean, he said, I wasn't even harmed. They couldn't have harmed him. And the king was exceedingly glad for him. They brought Daniel out, and the Bible says, "And Daniel was taken up by the den, and no manner, no manner of hurt was found upon him, because he believed." No, oh, oh, oh! We're getting close to the sea. and he believed in his God. I'm going to give you the secret to Daniel's greatness. And as long as you're here, you will struggle from now on. As long as your God is based on what He does for you, you'll never get there. That ain't the greatness of God. The greatness of God is when it becomes your God. And a way of life. So then, no matter what you face, if it's a palace or a lion's den, you approach both of them the same. You're not falling all to pieces because serving God's a way of life, it's not something you do, it's who you are the greatest challenge that I see with so many of God's people is this. They're always looking for God to do and the moment He doesn't perform they're ready to throw Him out. What if He chooses not to perform the way you think He should? I'm going to be honest with you if i being been God here He would have been okay with me. Won't you just strut around the lines, den? Don't you reckon maybe you could just make a way around the lines, den? Oh, no, 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 Daniel. We, we're going to cast you in and I'll bring you out. You know, would. don't you think it would be good if God would just move around or under or over a fiery furnace? Don't you think that'd be good? Sounds good to me. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going to go around it. We're going to go in it. And in it, I'm going to be there. And when you get in there, I'll be waiting on you. And I will let you come back out. And through it, I want you to see me. And until we see him, we're always on the fence. I'm not here... If this ever gets a hold of you, it'll change your life. I wished I knew how to better, to better. I prayed all day. God, help me articulate this somehow. I don't care what goes on at my house. I don't care who's sick, what the problem is, what the issue is. I, I, on Sundays, I'm going to worship my God. They'll just have to wait. If they can't wait, too bad. Too bad. I, whatever is going on around my world, I'm not going to let it take God's place. So, playing that day wasn't just something he did in defiance, he didn't do it in defiance. He wasn't, he wasn't playing uh, uh, dare with God. Oh no, Daniel had been praying for 70 years. Why does he need to stop now? A lion's den? ain't going to threaten me with heaven. You, 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 you're, you're telling me I can't? No, I've been doing this for 70 years, so I'm going to do it now. And I'm not going to change the way I do it. I guess I've said this to so many of you and it's it's never registered. And and I would to God it would. I I really would to God it would. Somehow or another. But some of you younger couples have not heard this and you need to hear this. This is great. In 1980, in 1980, we was on the fence of either quitting God or not. And I won't be very honest with you. I doubt very seriously that me and Sister Stein would be even be together today had we not made the right choice that day. But one of the greatest choices we made that day was this. When the doors at the house of God squeaked, we would never ask again, are we going? And we never have. It's never been asked. Never. That day, we settled, we purposed something in our heart. And then what I found? I found God to be everything and more than I could ever imagine. Not because of what I purposed, but in my purpose I found Him. Some of you need a miracle in your life. And here's the reason you don't get it is because you're always on the fence of deciding. Well, the value of God, and he believed God. That's in. They believed in His God. I, I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at this. I'm amazed at this. A living faith in a living God will give courage and strength for every emergency in life. It, it is amazing. It is amazing what, what was the secret of his life was as a teenager, he purposed as my God in the story, in the story. He's not open for debate. He's not open for question. He's 80 years of age. They're telling him, you can't pray for 30 days. And he says, I've been praying for 70 years. Whatever you do. Whatever you do. Now, God would have still been God had the lions eat him up. Now, are you listening? God's still being God. He just got to heaven sooner. That's it. That's it. But notice, not only a different order, not only a determined believer in deceitful concern, but hold it, 120 made a deadly mistake. Notice. And the king commanded and brought those men which had accused Daniel, and they cast them into the den of lions. Now that I understand. That I understand. Got no problem with that, Amen. As a you, I'd like to cast in the dental lines myself, Amen. No problem with that. But every mom and every every child, I'll listen up to the next statement because you need to understand the importance of what I'm about to tell you. And they cast them into the den of lions, them, their children, and their wives. And the lions had mastery of them and break all their bones in pieces wherever they came out at the bottom of the den. It's not just about you, sir. Blow up, blow out. Get mad. Show your... Act like a Shemiah. I'm going to put your message on. Don't quit acting like a Shemiah. Some of you don't even know who Shemiah is. He's a a dude in the Bible. Amen. I might preach about him before long. Act like a Shemiah. Sometimes. But you don't understand. What you don't understand. These men got a plot against Daniel. But they just didn't affect them. They brought their children and their wives into it as well. Whoa. That's the reason why that was such a my heart went out so much for the message Sunday morning. That we need to teach the next generation to come under authority. Because I'm gonna tell you, you just not just it's just not about one. You break the whole family into it. These men reaped what they'd sown. In the place where they wanted Daniel to die, they died. The jaws that would have crushed Daniel's bones, crushed their bones. See, we sin and we play with sin and we think, well, it don't hurt anybody else. It don't hurt, I ain't hurting nobody else. You're hurting everybody around you and especially your children they will be affected the king then on um, issued a proclamation I love this not only not only but again here's another wicked king making a decree oh my goodness here's the secret to Daniel's greatness he possessed great integrity and character, but the greatest thing he possessed was he simply believed his God. That's simple, and it shows. It don't shield you from the unfairness of life, but I tell you one thing: it leads you to praying, and I tell you something else you'll make an amazing impact on this world. Here's my prayer for you tonight is this. Lord, I do not ask for an easy road, but for courage to walk the path you have set before me. I thank you that my life is in your hands and I have nothing to fear because all my days are appointed by you. Give me the faith of Daniel. May my colors be clear so that everyone will know that I belong to you. I do not pray for a den of lions, but I ask for courage to go there, if that be your will for me. And above all else, may you be glorified in my life, so that others will see Jesus in me. I pray this in the name of him, who is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Amen. So i stand to your feet.